The 2024 Republican presidential primary is already heating up in early voting states. Prospective candidate Ron DeSantis traveled to Iowa for the first time today, and declared candidate Nikki Haley this week also met voters across that state. Among those considering joining the fray is former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. Amna Nawaz spoke with him earlier today. Governor Asa Hutchinson, welcome back to the News Hour. Thanks for being with us. Let's start with the most important question. Have you decided if you're going to run or not? Uh, right now, I'm concentrating this month in going to different states, listening to voters, and really concentrating on a good, consistent, conservative message that I've practiced as governor and throughout my public career. April is an important time for decision-making and any announcement at that time. And so stay tuned. Uh, but right now, we're really focusing on what's important for our country and the direction that we go. And I think my message is important. I've been encouraged by the response that I've received thus far. We will indeed. Stay tuned. It is very early, we should say, but so far there are two clear frontrunners, uh, former President Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who are very much in the same lane, I think it's fair to say, appealing to the same kinds of voters and base Republican voters. What do you see as your potential lane? Who are your potential voters? Well, it's people that uh, also are in that lane in terms of of believing in changes that we need in government, a conservative position, fighting out against the progressive agenda. Uh, so those voters are very important for anybody who runs. But we also need to broaden the base. And it's important that we nominate a candidate that can appeal to independent voters and suburban voters and win in November. We should be tired of losing uh, as we did not win as we should have in the last cycle. Uh, and so that message of a consistent conservative that can broaden the base is really important for our party. And I think that is the kind of candidate that people are looking for that can win in a November election and that can broaden our base. You've made clear that you don't believe the former President Trump should be that nominee, but you've also expressed concern about his message of vengeance, as you have put it. If he is not the nominee, are you worried about him running as a third-party candidate or trying to seek revenge on the Republican Party in some way? Well, the reason I say that we should not have uh, somebody who's a president of the United States that's interested in revenge is that we have very serious times. And these serious times calls for problem solvers. That's the kind of leadership I think that is needed. Uh, whenever you look at uh, the threat of a third party candidacy, I think that's the reason that Ronna McDaniel, ahead of the Republican National Committee, wants everybody who participates in the debate on the GOP side to sign a loyalty oath. Well, I don't think we need a loyalty oath, but I think it is important to say, if we're gonna participate in a Republican debate, we're not gonna run as a third party candidate. And I think that's important for uh, President Trump and any candidate uh, to say, if they're gonna participate in that Republican uh, nominating process. Nikki Haley, as you know, who has announced her candidacy, was today calling for raising the retirement age for Americans currently in their 20s and limiting Social Security benefits for wealthier Americans. As you know, there have been a number of proposals for how to address the coming crisis in Social Security across the aisle. Senators Warren and Sanders have said they can increase taxes on the wealthiest Americans and shore up Social Security. I'm curious, what, what are your thoughts on this? What are you proposing as a fix for Social Security? We need to protect Social Security for our retirees who have paid into it. Uh, they've earned that uh, 
payment in terms of the latter years of their life. And so that's important that we keep it sound and full of integrity and that we don't uh, start chopping it up. We got to protect Social Security and Medicare. When you look at the long-term uh, concerns about it, uh, we've got to bring in more workers. Uh, we've got to be able to uh, make some changes probably, but it shouldn't be lowering the retirement age for all of the workers because you think about the difference between somebody like me who's worked at a white collar job, I've been a lawyer, I've been in public service, versus somebody who's worked in a factory. I don't think that lifting their retirement age uh, whenever their body can wear out on some of those tough manual labor jobs is the right way. I want to ask you about some news out of Arkansas this week as well. The state Senate there, they uh, have just passed what critics are calling the most extreme so-called bathroom bill that's targeting transgender people. Um, it would essentially criminalize, say, a, a transgender parent taking their child into a public restroom. Uh, would you support a bill like that? And I have not read that bill. Uh, but uh, I did uh, make sure that uh, whenever I was governor, uh, we tried to have the right balance of uh, giving people uh, flexibility in their life, not overly mandating uh, from the state perspective and recognizing uh, the parental role in terms of raising kids and the influence that they have over them. Uh, I do have hesitation about the criminal aspect of some of these uh, penalties, but again, I have not read that specific bill. Uh, you know, Governor, there's been over 150 similar bills from Republican-led legislatures targeting transgender people. We know that kind of rhetoric leads to real-world violence, can create mental health and emotional problems for trans youth. Why is this particular issue such a priority for Republicans right now? Well, there's a great deal of concern about uh, the children and their safety and their protection and in the schools and their influence. And you do... Uh, you know, have concerns about uh, the influence of whether uh, they're encouraged to move uh, at that very young age and to consider uh, a transgender change. This is, uh, you know, really extraordinary time that we're going through, that we're still learning more about science, uh, more about why there's been such an increase uh, in uh, transgenderism uh, across uh, America. And so I think there's a pause button that people are trying to set and trying to draw the right lines. And so that's the reason for the debate is simply trying to uh, protect the knowledge of parents. For example, you know, if a child says that he wants to change his gender, should a parent know about that? Absolutely, there should be that communication. And so I think that's why this is being looked at by legislators across the country now. Governor, those same legislatures, though, you mentioned the, the aim is to protect children. You know as well as I do, the leading cause of death for children in America right now is gun violence. And we don't see any Republican-led action on that. Well, we believe in the responsibility of gun owners. We believe in the responsibility of law enforcement to enforce the law. And whenever you look at our Second Amendment privileges, correct, you know, Republicans are not passing laws further restricting the rights under our Constitution. But we certainly are concerned about violence in our society and whether uh, that is coming from the inner cities and uh, prosecutors that don't believe in, in upholding the law or judges that are releasing uh, defendants uh, on no bond. 
uh, whenever they've got a series of criminal offenses in the past, absolutely, these are serious concerns for legislators to address those crime issues, and particularly in our in our inner cities where we don't have good enforcement of the law. That needs to change. Former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, we will be following you as I know you're making a decision on whether or not to run. Please do come back when you've made that decision. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Good to be with you.